wanted to be able to learn new things and gain new skills even if it was something you know I hadn't done before and I knew that was going to be hard work I still think that that really adds to the replacement experience is learning something new. Welcome to Careers in Fashion. LCF's Careers in Fashion, Shaping Your Future with the Placements team. I'm Zana Gleshi and I'm one of the Placements Officers here at LCF. I'm joined by Mada. Hello, my name is Mada Puchilowska and I'm also a Placement Officer here at LCF. Today we are joined by two previous placement students, Jasleen here and Peyton Barrett, who will be talking about their time on placement and how it shaped their future. So Jasleen, do you want to start off by introducing yourself? Sure, I'm Jasleen here. I'm a fourth year fashion marketing student. I did my placement at Huda Beauty and I was a social media content intern for just under a year. Thank you, Jasleen and Peyton. Hi, I'm Peyton Barrett. I'm in my fourth year of fashion buying and merchandising and I was buying and merchandising admin for Rixell. Fabulous. Thank you so much. We'll get started with the questions. I'll start with Jasleen on this one. What was your involvement with the placements team before you went on placement and what impact has it had on your career journey so far? Well, I had regular contact from the placements team alerting me about new roles to apply for and updates, which made the process a lot less daunting. Having contact from them made the whole thing a lot easier. I also booked a one-to-one session to help with my search when the deadline was approaching, which really helped and kept me motivated. I also think advice to do with my CV and interviews really helped during my placement search and I think will continue to help post-grad, you know, when I'm applying for other positions I think the advice I got was really great brilliant and what about you Peyton I think for me the one thing I really enjoyed and that has helped me is that when we had interest in being a placement student we had to go through the process of actually filling out an application Mm -hmm. writing a personal statement having an interview and going through all that just like if you were to have an actual job interview and fill out a job application so I think it was nice because I think at a lot of other universities I hear people kind of just like picking the course and like searching for a placement but the nice thing with us is we went on like an actual path of what it would be like when we graduate also as like an international it can be a little scary because um, I'm on a visa and you think oh mm. you're so limited to certain areas and certain things and I feel like I had a lot of contact with the team about potential placements that I wanted to go on that weren't like just in London so yeah. it was a really good contact to have that sounds really really interesting Peyton, would you mind telling us what did your placement search look like? How many placements did you apply for before you offered a position? Yeah, so I actually applied to a lot um, and I started my process actually in the beginning of the school year. So I started applying in like October, November. My first assessment center was in October. It was on Halloween and it was for L'Oreal and it was very, very daunting. I mean, I remember leaving and I was so upset because I didn't get it. But I think something that's really encouraging, I like had the conversation with my parents about it's like it's your first ever time that you're doing something like this you guys aren't used to applying for full-time positions so it's great experience just to go through the process overall I applied for so many to the point that I don't even think I remember how many I actually applied to but yeah Rixa wasn't actually the first placement that I accepted and was supposed to go to so I don't know if we'll talk about that down our journey of this podcast how I ended up at Rixa thank you for sharing that with us Peyton yeah. and Jasmine, would you like to talk about your place search journey 
Yeah, I was going to say that sounds really familiar to me. I applied for so many. I don't think I can remember how many exactly. And it was also reaching out to companies as well and hoping to hear something back. So I don't think I have a number. But again, I was applying before Christmas, so around November time, all the way up until the deadline. The placement I ended up getting was actually the last one I applied for on the day of the deadline. A really long process for me as well. Yeah. And I think similar to what Peyton said, I remember applying for my... I think my first one I applied for was with Nike and I was so excited and so enthusiastic and really hopeful and getting that first rejection did did hurt. It's hard not to take it personal but I think after you you know you keep applying to so many you, you get very used to the process and you definitely you get better at it as well as you go along. Well that does sound familiar and um, it is definitely a process of kind of going and applying and, and trying to find places that are willing to hire you but also that's something that you want to do. Yeah. Um, And actually, that kind of leads me to another question that I have. What do you consider to be three most important features of a quality placement? Jasleen, if you want to maybe go first. I think um, the fact that it would be a paid opportunity, I think compensation is very important and a massive motivating factor when working in the year. Also, uh, a role that provides responsibilities that are very interesting and engaging. I think that's super important. And also a role that's challenging. I really wanted to be able to learn new things and gain new skills even if it was something you know I hadn't done before and I knew that was going to be hard work I still think that that really adds to the the placement experience is learning something new. Yeah that sounds great and Peyton would you like to talk us through the three things that you felt were the most important features of your placement? I think a big one for me is, I mean, it was a big thing that I asked for in my interview too, is like the opportunity to grow. I mean, I was also in a company that was growing and they turned five years old when I was within the company and like we're implementing new things. So it's amazing to see these changes that are happening even during a pandemic, like they were so agile and still are. And I find that really important. For me, I'm like the same way. I like to be challenged and I like to have change. And I feel like Rixo is definitely a place where I've been able to exemplify that, especially through my roles like when you look at a job description okay I'm going to be doing buying and merchandising but I didn't just do that and I think that was something that I looked for in a company was like am I going to be able to experience things that aren't necessarily in my job description and help different teams and just grow and I feel like that was something that was really a big thing for me and just like seeing like where Rixa was going I found that really important but also like we want to have a good employee atmosphere and feel welcome didn't have compensation and do all those things but I feel like I definitely was after something that was going to challenge me and it definitely has but in the best way possible definitely I think the atmosphere is is a thing that's still important but also being challenged and, and having the opportunity to grow is really important part of kind of maintaining your mental well-being on the placement as well which kind of keeps you still motivated and and going absolutely yeah so Peyton you know um the comment you made about the skills that you obtained what kind of training did you receive and what what new skills did you obtain you know looking back is there any like massive differences in the skill set that you have or even like in your personality as well I think the first thing I found really surprising was you know I am American I didn't grow up here Mm -hmm. and you know we all think we speak we do speak the same language but we are from different cultures and that was a big Mm -hmm. shock for me working in an office environment I mean I know we did start working from home but then you know the first day in the office was a scary time and just getting used to like working around people that don't think the same way that you do schooling everything growing up is very different 
so that was a big thing for me and like to not wear my heart on my sleeve but like personality wise like that was one thing and then another thing was my confidence if you don't build your confidence and kind of this is what I'm gonna do and this is the decision I make and if I have support backing up why I made that decision then it's fine but I think in the beginning I was a very non-confident individual when it came to those things and thinking oh no can I do that or should I do that and it's Mm. asking yourself those questions but then at the same time kind of like taking the bull by the horns and making those decisions so I think a lot of resilience and a lot of confidence was built but then on the side of like skill set technical wise we go through things in school of like learning excel learning Mm -hmm. math behind certain things I mean in my course but it's not the same until you go do it and I think that's important for anybody like if you can get work experience in our industry like please do it before you graduate because I can now do things that I never thought that I would be able to do before going out on placement even though we learn it in school so it's definitely something that helped me in that sense and like even now that I'm in fourth year I can apply what I've learned in placement and realize like what I'm learning and how it like even if you can't get a placement work experience or even just being in a head office is so important I totally agree I think once you you've learned everything you've, you've needed to learn on the course but I think it all starts to become a reality once you're in that placement experience and things just make total sense once you're actually doing it I wanted to touch on a bit about the whole working from home throughout the pandemic. I can imagine, was this probably the first time you've had to do this in a job? I honestly, like, it wasn't what I expected. But when I entered the business, Rixo was in a whole change, in the best change possible. Like, they yeah. were implementing a new system that we now use. They were moving to a new office. So, like, on top of just learning my mm-hmm. day-to-day responsibilities, I was also like helping set up our new home and the person that handed over to me before I started taught me how to do things completely different than I was having to do it two weeks later. That adjustment alone and then working from home and doing everything digitally was very interesting. However, being behind a computer screen and asking for help kind of eased me into being able to ask for help in person, which sounds kind of weird. But during our technical age, I found it a lot easier to be able to say, can I have some help on this? Rather than going up to someone and saying, I really need help on this. Do you have time? So it had its perks and it had its like definitely hardships, but I actually don't mind it now. We're kind of doing like a flexi when your team is in you go in so yeah but it definitely was very interesting so it sounds like you've adapted well with the whole mixture of remote working and working in the office which is oh yeah jasleen i want to ask you the same question about you know the training that you received so obviously you're you're a marketing student i can imagine you probably was targeting your applications more for like fashion focused brands but you ended up working for a beauty brand. So it will be interesting to know kind of what skills you you got from Huda Beauty, who is based in Dubai. I can imagine you had a completely different experience. Yeah, absolutely. I think also similar to what Peyton said, like I spent the whole year working from home, working behind a computer screen. So it was a really different experience. Mm-hmm. And as well, yeah, when I was applying, I was applying for, you know, fashion brands. I didn't really apply for any beauty brands until I applied to this one. I just saw the name and obviously I, I love the brand. I love her beauty. So I thought I'd go for it and I ended up getting it. And it was completely different experience to what I thought I'd get, you know, the mixture of working online and it also being a beauty brand. But I absolutely loved it um I think 
sim again, similar to what Peyton said, working from home is a bit of a different experience. I think it does ease you in a little bit. It's easier to ask for help. You feel a little bit safer. You do miss out a little bit on sort of like the social aspects of work. So I think, uh, you know, working hard to like form those connections with your co-workers, you, something you have to work out when you're working from home. But I was lucky to have a really nice team who made that super easy. In terms of training, I think skills I picked up, confidence again, was a massive thing for me learning to just sort of speak up and say any ideas and not be scared of whether they're right and wrong I remember times in my first meetings I wouldn't say things because I was scared of them being wrong and then someone else would say it and I would be like that's a great idea so you really have to like back yourself and have confidence and mm. say think and just don't be scared of being wrong because it doesn't matter a common fear that most students have is fear of say not saying the right thing or you know whether their questions might come across a bit no you know is it a silly question but what you've just explained here everyone's been through it so it's nice that you've you've thought that out as well yeah definitely I think it's it's so important and I think just asking those silly questions just go for it I mean what's the worst that's going to happen and in terms of training I did receive some training in social media I didn't really expect to be going into a social media based role so I did like community management stuff and I was trained by my manager the typical stuff like excel and yeah other tech just sort of stuff I'd already done but definitely building on it and now feeling so much more confident and proficient in those things yeah I can imagine it sounds like they've given you a, you know loads of responsibilities and you've enhanced your skill set as well even probably without even realizing you've done so much in such a short space of time that yeah. looking back at it you're like oh my god I can do so much more than I you know used to be able to touching on that I know you had roller coaster in terms of applications and obviously you got this placement super last minute how would you say you know did you manage with kind of uncertainty and um, ambiguity throughout the pandemic because that definitely did throw a spanner in the works as they say it was really hard to stay motivated. I really did try to keep going. And I had some friends as well who were searching for placements. So I think we sort of, you know, kept each other going in a group chat. But it was it was really tough. And it did get to a point where I, I didn't think I'd get anything. Companies weren't sure of what was going to happen. Or no one was sure of what was going to happen. Yeah. But also the uh, having the placement team as well. As I said before, I had a one-to-one. -one, and that really kept me motivated and wanting to keep going. And what I would say to like anyone listening as well is that... But for me, the the right thing was literally just around the corner. So you have to keep going because it's going to be there. You just have to keep, you know, keep trying, keep applying, keep motivated any way that you can. I do remember your application at the time. It was really last minute where the advert came out. And in terms of the whole application process, it wasn't as streamlined as well with, say, most applications um, with other companies because obviously they were we'd never worked with them before and they were it was their, their first time of actually taking on the interns it was a completely new experience for them as well so I can imagine that probably made you feel a bit uneasy because the whole application process was slightly longer so it's been a fantastic experience there has been lows but it definitely has turned itself around which is great and then Peyton, you've had a similar experience in the sense that I remember you secured a placement at H&M quite Yeah, my actually, even from the beginning, my experience was a little different. A lot of people in my course weren't starting early to apply, like a lot of people I knew. So I kind of was like, mm, what's going on here? Like, why doesn't anybody want to do placement? <laughs> but they all kind of were like, oh, I have time, like it's fine. And so 
for me, it was kind of like I felt more alone in it because I was kind of like, okay, I need to get this going. I was so yeah. determined to get placement. Everyone kind of started applying like after Christmas and then the pandemic hit and like, I think March was the big, in the beginning of March. Yeah. And then everyone was like, oh, I'm not going to do placement. And I was like, oh my God, then do I not do placement? Because a lot of people went home, especially being an international. I was like, do I go home? I had no idea what to do. And so I applied to H&M. And it was a completely different process than I had been doing with any other jobs. I had been doing yeah. behavioral tests and assessment centers and math yeah. tests and doing all stuff, which is just not my... I'm like, as you can tell, I like to talk to people. I'm not a person that does well taking tests. So I kept just like not feeling good about it because I couldn't get past like some of these stages. And I was like, I'm never going to get a placement. So then I got a phone call from them. They were like, we really loved your application we like to invite you to like an interview day so I went there was actually no one there from UAL it was just me so I was like oh my god and it was the last day of interviews and they had been having interviews like throughout the whole like last two weeks so it was very interesting and like I think also a word of advice is I walked in with two women that I had no idea who they were and just started talking to them and they ended up being the panel that was interviewing me and I I was like oh my gosh okay I made the right decision and like started talking to them and like why I was here but I think it's really important also for students to realize like everyone's watching and when you're going into these things like it's so important to like have your head on and to kind of read the room and see what's going on have conversations with people that are like you think I kind of was like hmm who are these women like and they were going up to the same floor as me so it's like kind of like have your eyes and ears open but yeah so I started talking to them even before my process began and so when I went in for the interview they were like oh like welcome back like so I was like okay it made me feel comfortable something to realize they're not asking for you to give them the right answer they're asking for you to show them how confidently you can answer a question yeah And I think that's so important to realize because we are, as students, sometimes caught up on like, oh my God, we have to answer something right. And it's not about that. It's just about being confident and being who you are and just confidently, if you're wrong, it's fine. But they Mm -hmm. just want to see how you can be on your toes and do these things. Then in late March, I got the email saying they've canceled all placements. So my heart just like sunk and I was like, that's it. So then Sally Bain, who was my placement head at the time, and she was like, Rixo, who is owned by Henrietta and Orla, who are past UAL students. They were like, they love having students here. Someone on your course is there right now. Why don't you just apply? And I just applied on the whim because it was all through the portal, like nothing online, anything. Like it was very informal. And then I got contacted, had an interview, and then actually got to spoke with Orla which was amazing because when do you think you can speak to an owner of a brand like that is just so inspiring so I spoke to her and I kind of was just like this is it this is the one and they offered me the job and I'm so happy where I am and I feel like things just kind of are meant to happen when they happen so always just keep pushing like that's what I recommend yeah that's that's definitely what you did you did kind of persevere you you found the Rixo job and that was a fantastic experience for you I just want to touch back on the whole assessment centre that you mentioned. Usually this takes place for, you know, bigger companies. Had you done it like an assessment centre before? Did you compare? How did you, because you did pretty well in it to get the job at H&M, because H&M is very competitive. Did you do anything to kind of prepare yourself for that? 
Well, so at HM, we didn't actually have quite an assessment center. It was, it felt like an onboarding process, even though it wasn't. Like, we learned all about the company, their work environments, their how they put their teams together. Mm-hmm. And then they ask, you know, we'd like you to come in separately on your own. We're going to give you a couple styles, and we want you to tell us how would you trade it and how would you action it. We're going to give you scenarios, and we want you to answer them, basically. So okay. I was like, oh, my God. And if you think about it, this was something that I've never actually been challenged with before I just walked in and was one-on-one with them and they had basically said out of these two styles what do you think would sell the best and you'd answer and then they'd be like based off of that how would you action like a rebuy of it or a restyle of it like same style but different print or uh same style adding a bell or something like that like just something that would like benefit for the business or if something wasn't working what would you do so it's very intimidating that's when I realized they weren't asking for the right answer they were asking how you could do under pressure and I realized that after the fact because they actually had a really good aspect of the whole process at the end and it was kind of like a get to know you conversation because I didn't want it to be like an interview they were just like we want to know about you and why you want to be working for our company and be a part of like the HM family and all this stuff it was a very nice experience Oh, fabulous. Well, thank, thanks for um, going into detail about that. And thinking back to your first day on a placement, what do you think is the biggest difference that you see in yourself? Because definitely from the way you kind of described the process before and the way you speak about it now, you can definitely see the difference. Maybe, um, Jaslyn, if you would like to kind of let us know what you think. Yeah, how, how have you changed? I think confidence is probably the biggest difference. I'd never had any experience working for a company of that scale or really that much experience in the industry. I remember being really nervous on my first day. And then if I look to when I left a couple of months ago, I was so confident and I just felt completely changed in that way. And I think that because when you like enter the field, something new and something you haven't done before, you're gaining those skills throughout the year, you leave feeling like a completely different person and really excited to enter the field post-graduation. So I've definitely evolved a lot. And you know leaving with all of the skills and also all of the great connections I've made with people that I work with it really does feel just so so different I feel like a different person from when I started definitely. Yeah that really sounds like a drastic change and Peyton what do you think? Oh my gosh completely I have transformed into a different person. (laughs) I think also down to like like I said as students as young people we definitely have this thing of like, we care what others think. And I think for me, I was caught up in the, oh, I hope they think I'm doing a good job or, oh, I hope they think this. And it's more like, you just have to be like, am I doing okay? Am I doing a good job? And how can I work on that? More problem solution. I credit Rickso so much. The people in the business and being a business that wants their employees to learn and grow and experience things you know you probably wouldn't experience at other places if you want to learn something new all you have to say is like hey like can I sit in on this meeting I'd love to hear about it and learn about it and in the beginning I feel like in my mind you're there to do one job and that's it but in the end it's not about that they want me to learn they want me to do these things especially in relation to like my dips paper you have to sit down and think, what did I learn? How can I do apply new things and do these things? But in the end, when I got my grade back, read it over and talked about it with my business, I was like, oh my God, I did that. 
everything I learned this year, I put to that paper and made something that I never thought that I'd be able to do. So I have definitely turned into a completely different person with a completely different mindset in the best way possible, just from the people that I worked with. Yeah, that definitely sounds like gained the confidence. But if also to be open to feedback and ask for feedback to learn and grow as a person in the business, that definitely sounds like a great and valuable experience. And how do you think your placement experience might change your future employment prospects? So you've said you're still currently working in the business. And yeah, how do you think um, kind of that influences your future career choices? For me, again, because the year was kind of weird, I stepped into different shoes throughout my time at my placement. Yes, my role was buying and merchandising but sometimes I'd be more with buying and sometimes I'd be with more with merchandising and I'd even work with wholesale so I got to experience a lot of different jobs while I've been with Rickself but it was funny when I got to the end of my placement I was in the office and I kind of just was like I'm not really ready to leave yet and I think some people are kind of like I kind of just came out of my mouth without even thinking what I was saying and they were like oh my gosh really like we would love if maybe you could stay and I feel like if you don't say those things like opportunities won't come and I thought and I was kind of like oh okay like I didn't even realize that and I think that was also something where I'm like if you don't say how you're feeling or don't say like maybe sometimes what you want or what you could gain like you may miss out on a lot of opportunity so future wise like the jobs that I had done throughout the year I think kind of made me realize like this is something I want to continue and right now I feel like this is the place where I want to be I know I like especially being in school I'm juggling both my placement year and into now it has taught me like set your expectations clear and tell them you know what you want out of it what do they want out of you but also you know to say like I am in school is important to me like both sides of it are keeping your objectives clear both the companies and yours it's really important to be able to match the goals yeah I think at the beginning when I had mentioned it I'd like contacted school in the beginning and mentioned like you know this is something that I want to do and they were very like weary about me doing it and that's something that I realized but I think if you want to have something going on in the background and your you know your future in mind while also in school it is possible if you have a plan I know sometimes plans don't always go the way that you want them to go but I think it definitely has so far don't jinx myself but I think it has definitely helped me like look at my goals going forward and what I want to where I want to be after I graduate and what positions I want to hold but again all credit towards what I had the past year and what I'm continuing to get I'm very fortunate to be able to be where I am and then Jasleen so how do you think the placement might have changed your future employment prospects because as you said you were applying mainly to fashion brands and then you ended up working in beauty do you think that's something that might influence your future decisions yeah definitely I think beauty wasn't something I'd really considered before but after doing the year I absolutely loved it and I definitely would love to work in beauty or even for Huda Beauty again because we did discuss the possibility of me returning upon graduation and that's something I'll definitely revisit when I graduate because I would love to go back but yeah as you said I was solely focused on fashion beforehand and I think that you know people applying you might have such a narrow view of what you want to do and what brands you want to work for but you never know trying something different could actually be amazing I've I've had a prior interest in beauty anyway but I never saw myself working there and now I absolutely love it I think in terms of future career prospects having that experience under your belt is so important like not only does it make you more 
confident as we were saying before but companies absolutely love it and it's like the first thing that they look for and having connections as well from for the company you do placement for like I'm still in touch with my manager and I still you know follow a lot of my co-workers and we chat occasionally and it's really nice to have those connections and you never know as well how those could help you hopefully I would love to join the Huda Beauty team again at some point because they were amazing to work for so it's definitely completely changed my future employment goals I was looking at mostly marketing based roles as well not just in fashion but marketing and I think I even applied to like Warner Brothers I didn't really expect to be taking on a role that was just social media based but again it's completely opened my eyes and I absolutely loved it so I would love to take on a role that's like purely um, social media based in the future. That sounds really great actually it just kind of shows that if you open up yourself to different possibilities you might get positively surprised by kind of what's out there for you and just being mindful of time I just wanted to ask you one last question what advice would you give to your fellow London College of Fashion students who are starting their placement search this year? I would say I don't get discouraged by rejections and try not to take them too personally because I promise they're not personal. Sometimes it's just that you're not right for a role. So keep looking. I would also say to utilise LinkedIn. It's such a great tool for making connections and networking. And you never know, like just reach out to people on there. If you see someone who's doing a role that you're interested in, reach out to them and ask them what their journey was like. And you never know, it could get you a phone call or something. It might feel like you're sort of getting nowhere with your search because it it can end up being a long process but just keep going and in terms of application and interview advice I would say when you're applying make sure you read the job spec properly and tailor your cover letter because I think it's quite obvious to companies when you like one haven't read the job spec or two like don't know anything about the company like make sure you've done your mm-hmm. research and really work that into your application because that's going to be the first thing that they look for and in terms of interviews again make sure you do your research and know what you're talking about and I know Peyton touched on this before they're not always looking for the right answer they're just looking for how are you going to answer and what is your thought process like and show that you're really enthusiastic and confident and excited for me when I was interviewing for Huda Beauty I did four interviews for them and they have a real big focus on company culture so they really wanted to make sure that I was going to fit in and it was important that you know I showed my personality in those interviews and I showed what I was like because it was it was what they ultimately were we're looking for yeah that definitely definitely I agree with with everything that you've said and then Peyton do you have anything to add um I think one thing that was really beneficial for me in the beginning of the whole process was we actually had a get together with a panel of placement students so we actually got to talk to them and I think it's really important to be able to talk to students hearing their side of it is helpful I think we can relate on their level more and what they went through also I actually reached out to school and when I originally got the H&M placement, I had coffee with a girl that was previously on the placement at H&M and got to sit down with her and learn about, about the job and just what she did. So it got me really excited for what I was going to go toward. In relation to Rixo, when I applied to Rixo, that was actually the first cover letter and CV that I catered to the company. I catered it to like their color scheme and I think it's something that makes you stand out. I did that and I think that's something that if you have the time to do it, really cater it and make your CV 
and cover letter cater like cater to the brand but also try and exemplify yourself through it because you you are in that sense you are on a piece of paper and you need to be able to sell yourself off of a piece of paper so I find that so important with my interview process with Rixel I got to talk to people and I, I think in a lot of times when it comes to our interviews or tests online or assessment centers online being online is great but also being able to talk to someone is just as good and I think that was the number one thing that helped me a lot is talking to the person that you could be working with being yourself and being like yourself is your best self so show that so be yourself be resilient and just go for it definitely I agree with that thank you both very much for coming and talking to us today and it was great and insightful conversation I think any future students who are going to be listening to this any potential placement students they will definitely learn a lot from your experience thank you to the listeners who tuned in to listening to the, the podcast session shaping your future was the placements team